Welcome, Andrea, to your conversation. Very, very happy to have you here at the show today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You are about to embark on a um, East Coast tour on a tribute show for Tracy Chapman. Now, you are not a stranger to Lottle. We have interviewed you around 10 years ago. It was interesting to see that you are still um, very much into Tracy Chapman. Then we talk a little bit about, um, you know, um, your your background with with Tracy Chapman or how you came to, um, you know, perform her songs. Yeah, thanks so much. I I personally got into music when I was 21, so a little bit later. I didn't realize you could be a singer songwriter as a career. Um, and Tracy Chapman was an artist that always stood out to me as as someone I looked up to when I got into songwriting because um, her sound is acoustic, it's very live, and I loved her music and lyrics. So especially her first uh, two albums were my favourites. And I would always play uh, covers of her songs at gigs that I was doing early on and then it's music that is stuck with me and has always been a crowd favourite as well. So, yeah, her influence on my career has been quite um, quite important to me just, just to keep the integrity of the songs and also uh, keeping a live sound is what I've always been passionate about. So um, that being said, with this tour that we're doing, my bass player on the tour is playing bass on keys for most of the the two-hour concert we're doing. So we're doing 22 of her songs from her eight albums, Tracy's eight albums, and the the bass will be played on keys and then he's also using synth pads and um, special effects to create basically the sounds that are on Tracy's albums. And so it, it is a, like, we've done this tour once before but um, mostly based around southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales, but this time we're coming down to Sydney on November the 3rd, uh, which is this Thursday, and we are playing at the Camelot Lounge. So doors open at 7.30, show starts at 8, and it'll be a two-hour show with an interval. So it should all finish by about 10, 10.30. And, yeah, we're just playing Tracy's songs. So as you probably are aware, She's a very private person and there's not much on her online. She's done a handful of interviews but always it seems like she wants people to experience the songs themselves and not necessarily give her background on why she wrote the songs. And so this tour is definitely the same. We'll, we'll be playing the songs. I'll be talking a little bit but it, it's more about just people enjoying the music of Tracy Chapman rather than us um, putting our spin on it. Um, you know, I was wondering about this because you're right, you cannot find a lot about Tracy Chapman. I, I don't even know how old she is now if she's still performing. I assume she would be, I don't know, in her 70s. No, she's or actually in her late 50s. She she's had a not. breakout record in sort of 87, 88, and she was in her sort of, you know, early 20s then. And, and I think, um, you know, you can find some backgrounds to songs, um, but... Yeah, I've watched interviews of her where she would prefer people to uh, like feel the songs and lyrics themselves and come up with their own meanings. So for me, this tour is not so much about trying to be like Tracy Chapman. It's it's just sharing the music, encouraging people to sing along. 
there's some songs that I have a really um, strong connection with, say, um, Subsidy is one that I really connect with because it talks about, um, you know, social issues as far as people who are, um, you know, in that level of society that's very close to, you know, either being homeless or very much forgotten by the government. So I actually lost a brother to homelessness in Sydney, in Marrickville. This was many years ago, but we only discovered it in 2020, which is why whenever I come to Sydney, I always visit Marrickville and, and play at the Camelot Lodge, uh, Camelot Lounge. Tracy Chapman is not performing anymore, is she? Not apparently. She does some charity gigs, um, but I haven't seen anything that she's done in maybe even in the last eight years or so. I think she's. Really, I think she did one, one or two TV appearances. There was one that she did during the last elections, and I think, I think she's just a very, very private person. She seems quite as well which um it like I really admire that her integrity throughout her career she's really just maintained who she is as a person and it seems as a performer as well like I watched an interview of her talking about um when she sort of came back into the music industry with her sort of fourth album and she was very much taking the reins as far as arranging the songs with with people and musicians that she wanted to work with rather than using session musicians and I've sort of taken that path like I've always produced music myself independently with the people I want to make music with so um, but my first album I used session musicians just because I I was new to the Sunshine Coast and I didn't know anyone it, it's definitely a dream of mine to see her live uh, friends of mine have seen her live even um, i put on a show for Neil Murray and he was saying he supported her in Canberra in the early 90s and he said he went to say hello to her and she was really, really, really shy. So I imagine even if I did meet her, she would probably be quite shy and I wouldn't. I, I don't have any expectations to, to, you know, meet her, but I just love the music and I want to um, play those songs because I do play them at my, at my shows with my band. So I thought, well, let's do a a specialty show where we celebrate, you know, 22 of her songs and perform them so that the crowd can enjoy the music and we can enjoy playing it as well. And who knows one day, you know, if she does tour Australia, we can put ourselves forward as maybe her backing band. That would be pretty cool if we if we were, would rehearse with maybe just like a, a secret goal to do that. But you did speak to her uh, producer or management to get clearance for using the songs is that right did i read that right yeah, on the website I, i looked up the producer that she worked with for the first two albums and uh his name's david kirschenbaum because i was thinking this was back i think in 2018 the last time we did the tour and i just contacted him to see if he's still producing and he is and uh i was thinking maybe i could go for a grant to work with him on one of my albums but then the price to work with him as a producer would basically be my whole budget to make an album. So um, that was the connection there is that uh, he told me some personal stories about working with Tracy Chapman, but um, when I asked him if I could share them on tour, he said that legally he's not allowed to, to sort of 
say things about the time that he worked with Tracy. So I do want to honour that and make sure that um, I understand Tracy's a private person, so I'm not trying to, you know, quote her or anything like that. It's 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 really just trying to pay respect to the music and share it with people who love her music and just encouraging people to connect with these songs that they might not be familiar with some of the songs from later albums. So, yeah, we're bringing, bringing 22 of her songs to life uh, as part of the very cool. Well, good on you for doing this. Um, as you said earlier, it really is a crowd please. All the people love Tracy Chapman. And not only this, they also have memories. Um, what's your first memory? It would definitely be sitting on the school bus probably when I was seven years old and I heard Fast Car. And then around that time, my brothers gave me their CD collection and her debut album was in there. And I remember looking at the cover art wondering if she was a girl or a boy like and and it was my first experience of seeing someone who defied the gender norms and so I really respect that as well is that um she's just been herself the whole time and yeah it's it's really for me as an LGBT artist that's something that I've carried in my career as well like just you know it's just who I am um naturally and I just make the music that I make but it's not necessarily obvious in my music it just it's the music I write and people can interpret it the way that they interpret it themselves mm. and you mentioned before that you are uh, a a songwriter as well have you over the the last years have you um, recorded any any records or EPs um, and performed others than Tracy Chapman yeah, songs? Yeah, so I have five albums. Uh, so the last time I did an interview with Lottel was when I released my debut album, and that was back in two thousand and thirteen. And I did another two albums, one with my band and one just with myself and my sister. And on that one, I put uh, a cover of Fast Car and a few other covers as well by uh, Eva Cassidy. Uh, was a Sting song, Fields of Gold, Here Comes the Sun, Amazing Grace. And, uh, yeah, that was just like a singer-songwriter album. And then I put out a children's album with a, another LGBT artist, Nissa Ray. So that one's on Spotify and it's called Songs for Our Little Friends. And it won... A Q Music Award for Best Children's Song for a song called Love Everybody, which is um, just about accepting people for who they are, um, regardless of you know whether they have brown hair, no hair, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. It's 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 really funny in the lyrics and um, and then my latest album Bloom I put out last year with my thirteen piece band. So that one was the one that I was going to potentially work with uh, the producer from America, but I decided instead of that I would um, just make it myself, produce it myself and and go for it as far as like the band arrangements. So it has strings, horns, uh, and I that one's not on Spotify. I, I withheld my music from Spotify just because I do believe that the, the industry needs to value artist content more than it is uh, just because it, it's so costly to make albums and then we put them up and, and it really affects our album sales. 
Um, but yeah, I'm I am open to returning all of my albums to streaming platforms. Um, yeah, if I see a change in the industry or or if there is a an exchange where I feel like uh, it's fairer for for artists. Latest album is on Tidal and other streaming platforms, but my other my first three albums are not online at the moment. So because I'm independent, I can sort of do what I like with my music. So what I what I've done basically since I spoke to you guys last is really focused on engaging with my local community here on the Sunshine Coast. So most most of my career has been hyper local. And then I've traveled to do festivals uh, for people who know me through word of mouth. And then just recently I went overseas and attended a music conference in Canada and a music conference in Portugal with the goal of connecting the Sunshine Coast music industry artists with international programmers. And that was really successful and hopefully I can bring some of those bands I discovered across to Australia as well and help them tour uh, and build up like international touring pathways for independent artists as well. So I've also moved more into an advocating space for uh, working with council and programming events. And so I've done, I used to do just music and then during COVID I opened up a shop front and now I program for festivals and um, put on boutique tours just like this Tracy Chapman tour. So you said you're starting off in Sydney in Marrickville yeah. on the 3rd of um, yeah. November and then you're gradually making your way up the yeah. coast. I start with my band on Thursday night in Sydney, Marrickville, and then we head back to a little, a beautiful hall in a town called Warhope, which is near Port Macquarie, and I'll do a show there. Uh, that one's quite a beautiful venue on the folk touring circuit. I've played there a few times and... Um, They're a lovely community and they everyone brings a plate of food as well, so it's got that real community vibe that I love. And then we're playing at Bellingen Showgrounds on the Saturday night, the 5th, and then back up to Brisbane to play the Old Museum on the 6th of November. And then I'll come home and walk the dog and just do all the normal things during the week. And then we've got a sold-out show on the Sunshine Coast followed by Rainbow Beach, Uh, which is another beautiful community about an hour north of the Sunshine Coast. And then we'll head down to Byron Bay on the on the 13th um, to play the Byron Theatre. And then I'm going to add a second show to the Sunshine Coast because I've got about 30 people on the wait list to come. So we'll do, we'll do one more show at the Gold Coast on Sunday the 20th of November at a really beautiful venue called the Dust Temple. And then we'll finish with another Thursday show up here. I think it's the 24th of November. We'll do a second show on the Sunshine Coast in Nambour, where I'm based. And how can people get tickets for that? Is that on your website? Yeah, or? You, can, you can visit Peace Run Records, which is my label and agency. Uh, so it's peacerunrecords.com slash events. Otherwise, you can just Google Andrea Cohen, Tracy Chapman, and it'll come up and basically uh, – On our Peace Run Records Facebook pages, we've got all the events there with the links. But probably the easiest one is just to visit peacerunrecords.com and then that takes you to the events. You can click on the events tab and they're all there, all the links. The two songs that everybody knows from Tracy Chapman are Fast Car and Give Me One Reason. 
So we went into the studio just before I left for overseas and we recorded uh, two live versions with my band. And so I would say Give Me One Reason is one that, you know, is probably, I mean, Tracy won a Grammy for, for that one as well as for her album, her debut album, which had Fast Car on it. So I really love Fast Car because there's, there's no other song like that uh, and the story it tells as well. It's just, it's as far as songwriting goes, it really captures the feeling of someone trying to break out of that, you know, that economic boundary that we experience. And it's the same with musicians, like living hand to mouth is something that I think we've all experienced as musicians. So, yeah, Fast Car is my personal favourite. Okay, let's play that then.
Thank you so much, Andrea. I really appreciated taking your time before you go on on your tour. And um, I wish you a sold yes, out tour. Thank you so much, Joe. I'm such a fan of what you guys do. And, and yeah, um, I look forward to connecting more with the Sydney crew and Sydney audience in the future as well. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. If you like more queer conversation, make sure to follow us at Lotl Media. Or check out our website, lotl.com, where you can also find 30 years of archive of lesbians on the Loose magazine. My name is Silke Bader, and thank you for your company.